You're listening to the Lucas Askew Experience. Now, here's your host, the one and only, Lucas Askew. Hello world, welcome to the Lucas Askew Experience. It is 2021 and the COVID vaccines are rolling out across this country and across the world. Energy and positive spirits are up. I'm excited to just be back with another episode. Yes, this farewell tour of the LAE may feel like a journey that is never going to end. But I promise you, the the conclusion will be worth the wait. So for the first episode in a while, I wanted to bring on a guest that can captivate you with just their mere presence. He is someone that I first met in San Francisco almost 10 years ago and have been following his ascent ever since. I had a full list of questions to ask him about his journey, his inspiration, uh, really uh, we were going to go deep in a lot of different ways, but as any creative would tell you, sometimes the conversation just takes you in a specific direction, especially when a particular type of donut is involved. But before we bring on the guest and share that their story and their experience, we do still have some production fees to pay and a studio rent that won't cover itself. So let's run through a sponsor read to make it all possible. Today's episode is brought to you by It's It Ice Cream, another reason why cookies and ice cream were a match made in heaven. Now, I know this sponsor doesn't unfortunately have the national reach as some of the great sponsors of the LA before. However, don't let that diminish its impact on our show and why I want to tell you about this creation. You see, the year was 1928. The celebrated San Francisco tradition began. Sir Mr. George Whitney placed a scoop of a creamy vanilla ice cream between two freshly baked large old-fashioned oatmeal cookies and then dipped the sandwich into fine dark chocolate. See, at this point in history, the mere fact of combining these delicate creatures was blasphemous. But George, he knew he had a larger purpose and a higher calling. And when he gave this delicious combination to his early adopters, they all declared this treat to be it. That's how the It's It ice cream sandwich was born and got its unforgettable name, being sold in droves exclusively in San Francisco's own legendary Playland at the Beach for over four decades. When Playland was unfortunately demolished in the early 1970s, It's It sandwiches began being individually handmade in a small shop in San San Francisco's Soma District under new ownership. The hunger continued to explode. In order to quench San Francisco's craving for this remarkably tasty ice cream treat, the company had to relocate to a larger facility in 1976. In the 80s, the demand for It's It grew outside the Bay Area. Currently, It's It ice cream sandwiches are now enjoyed widely in all of California, Nevada, Oregon, Washington, Hawaii, Arizona, Texas, and New York. The original It's It and other It's It ice cream products may be found at many major retail stores as well, in either a 3-pack or a 12-pack. Always get the 12-pack. These supermarkets include Safeway, Lucky's, Rayleigh's, Save Mart, Smart and Final, Knob Hill, Target, Walmart, Winco, Costco, and many more. And now, via the website, itsiticecream.com, you can order and ship the product anywhere in the United States. So it doesn't even matter if you don't live in one of those states I, I initially meant, mentioned. Now, I apologize to my uh, huge swath of Canadian and international listeners who won't be able to partake in this. But when I see you next visiting the United States, or when I come up to visit, the next It's It, it's on me. It's It Ice Cream, because it's always time for an It's It. Welcome back to the Luke Sasky Experience. Now, I did the classic Mike Greenberg tease before the break, pumping up this next guest and getting you, the LA faithful, excited for the conversation to come. So let's stop this suspense and turn the microphone on for none other than Mr. Doug 
Clancy to the LA podcast. <laughs> oh, well, welcome. Welcome to you. Welcome to me. Let's do this. Doug, pleasure. You know, you know it's, it's, it's always, always a pleasure to, uh, to connect and, and really appreciate you. You find in time in, in the old schedule to, uh, to make this chat work. Anything, anything for uh, the LAE, for, for, for Lucas, for the ask you. And for the experience. And for the experience, That's always good. for the experience. Good. If there's anything good. that brings us together, it's the experiences. It is the experience. And, and that's that's really why we're here. And we want to be diving into your experiences, Doug, and why I brought you onto the pod. But I thought we could jump into this, the beginning of your story, the middle of the story, or the end of your story. You know, there's, there's many different ways to read a book. Um, so, but I, I'd like to give the LA faithful just an initial snapshot into what makes you tick? So I'm hoping you can just start off and, and talk a little bit about uh, how you're doing today. Let's let's talk about the present, and then we'll then we'll go back to the past. The, the present, okay. So uh, I'm looking outside, and I don't want to go too much into the past, right? But I was looking outside before, okay. And I had these two birds fly by my window, very Bob Marley kind of thing mm-hmm. going on, and. Uh, if you know me, which I think you do pretty well, I uh, Bob Marley. It's not my like. It's not always my thing, but I get it. I understand. I'm into it. I'm hip to it. And uh, these two birds flew by my window, and then they uh, they perched across the way, and then I was just like, you know, I'm hip to these things. I'm hip to the internet's. Let me look up what kind of birds these are. And mm-hmm. they were in fact mockingbirds. So I had two mockingbirds fly by my window. Now, how were you searching for this information? Like, I feel like you need a, a baseline of bird knowledge. So I'm obviously, yep. I'm coming to you with some, some, some bird, bird feed and birds, bird talk right now, but uh, so how, did, bird, how did you find out? Bird feed, bird seed. These are great ways to start off. Uh, I say start on the ground, ground level. Um, and you can't start to study birds without the seeds. Uh, so you need to have birds nearby to uh, um, to start to study. So that's kind of what I did. Do you remember uh, Home Alone too, the woman who, who got all the pigeons nearby? Absolutely. Who can of course. Forget? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I just studied her parts in that movie. Like I, I, she's in the movie for maybe fifteen minutes, but if you slow it down, it could be thirty minutes. It could be forty-five when you, you get to you her. You basically parts. watch Home Alone two every Christmas just for that part right there exactly yeah i have a super cut that's just pigeon pigeon uh the the parts with the, the, pigeon oh, the, the extended pigeon cut yes yeah yeah yes. uh where like there's the whole movie that is just about her and uh, her relationship with the pigeons so basically i study her movements and the spreading of the seeds and how to attract pigeons and other birds hopefully other birds because pigeons are great but you want to see all the plumages of the the uh the bird varieties absolutely and, um, so there's, there's different things that you can grab. You can grab some seeds, you can grab some bread, you could grab some grass, maybe some, you could coax some insects to come nearby and you'll get a whole bunch of different bird types. Hopefully right now, are you putting this all on a plate? Like, is this, uh, just like a, a, a breakfast, lunch and dinner type yes. of, of thing? Great question. And that's, I think that's something that's very misunderstood by like, uh, like parents when they bring their kids to the park uh, to feed the birds. Absolutely. They, so when you do that, uh, how, how would you, if you're going to the park with uh, the little one? Absolutely. Uh, we actually how, got some, uh, we, we have a hummingbird um, center in our backyard here. And uh, we've not, we, we prefer a kind of a liquid for the, for the hummingbird um, that kind of helps. Yeah. Nectar would have been the the appropriate word, but uh, I went with liquid. But uh, yes, we we have fed the birds before, and and we've done the seed, really only the seed route. So we we've only really scratched the surface of their appetite. But I'm sure if that bird could talk, he would be asking, or she would be asking for a little bit more than just some seeds. Yeah, and that's kind of been my whole experience with with these birds is that they're more into you. You, you said that that classic word experience. Uh, they're more into. They've gone past the days of yeah. Well, just give me some seeds. I'm here for some seeds. Absolutely. Birds. Birds want the whole kit and caboodle now. They've matured. They, they have matured they, as a as a as a species. Yeah, 
Exactly. They uh, they've they've become elevated not just in their ability to fly, but in in what they expect from uh, you know their their fellow citizens of of uh, Mother Mother Earth. And what they have have come to now hope for is when what they respond to is a well thought out, planned, and presented five course meal. Uh, and you know, it's not just the, that bread, not just that seed, not just those insects. It's about how those are plated, about the materials used. They want to make sure that uh, you know that they can kind of see the whole story of what's being shown to them on that plate. Yeah, you know? the the full ecosystem. I understand. So, getting back to these these two mocking birds that uh, you were able to see out, out, out your window. Now, how did you once you you spotted once you learned the uh, nationality and just the origin of these birds. What was your next course of action? Uh, course is the is the word, right? Course, because I, I think they were probably in the middle of course two, maybe course three, depending just the way that they were shaping their feathers and kind of looking around the neighborhood. Um, and I, I, I knew, I, I know where I lie in there. I can't present them with much. I, I don't have any real. I have some sunflower seeds, but that's not what the mockingbirds are about. So I just kind of washed and played a backseat. I had nothing to offer, unfortunately, but I know my neighbors, um, I can see into their backyards because, you know, we share a backyard. It's the city. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I see them kind of look around and they're just trying to plate up materials, trying to attract these birds. And, uh, you know, they decided at the end of it, I think they kind of scoped down. They looked, they said, you know, they weren't satisfied with what uh, they saw being put out and they decided to get course number four at a different location. And, and that's kind of like, like any restaurant, if you're not fully satisfied with your meal, you're not going to come back. You may, some may dine and dash. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm condoning it. Uh, I'm not saying I, I would do that or have done that before, but it really is. We as humans take that action birds as we've mentioned before uh can take action as well yeah they they can just get up and go whenever they feel uh threatened and they could be they could feel threatened by just not being given a fourth course or something like that uh yeah i i feel like that's a very interesting aspect of like you've got to hook them attention wise to make sure that they're involved the whole way through but as soon as they feel like they've been disrespected they just fly away I'm glad that we started here with the birds. Um, I was going to get to the bees next, but uh, I think we can we can definitely pivot to uh, to other species as well. I think really the the next course of, uh, of of where I should steer this conversation on the LE is is obviously back to me um, because that's the the reason why uh, this this podcast was created. But really, what I, I wanted to just get to obviously we've we've had a uh, a checkered relationship and 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 past since uh, since I've known you. Uh, ultimately, um, I, I really just wanted to. Uh, we we obviously met in 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 San Francisco, and uh, now you're not living here in San Francisco or the Bay Area. Uh, so uh, you're originally from the East Coast, and I'm curious of how your time here in the Bay helped shape you to to who you are today, and and what uh, what are the things that you've you've taken with you. There is so much to to unpack uh, in my time in the Bay, and one one of which uh, one of the things which I'm still just grappling with unpacking is this uh, aforementioned uh, checkered experience. It's 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 been on my mind for a very long time. I struggle with it. I I I, I wish I knew the root of the cause to the checkers uh, the checkered situation. Mm -hmm. um, it's uh, something that I feel like I didn't always know existed uh, in our relationship, uh, but clearly, clearly there is something there that uh, has caused this uh, this potential rift. Uh, which I'm, man, I, I, if I was and, to kind of, and, and maybe this podcast can can help get to the the, the root of it. And um, you know, I, I may just mention the donut incident of uh, of, of 2016. Uh, could have something to do with that. Um, but 2016. Huh. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I don't, know if, I don't know if that's ringing a bell for you. I feel like it was earlier than that. Feel like, feel like uh, this is kind of very similar to your, uh, uh, your, your, your waxing poetic about Roger Federer when you were in elementary school, when clearly 
you weren't in elementary school. I'll just bite my tongue. I'm going to bite my tongue a little bit and let you take over. Go on. Okay. Uh, Thank you. No, I, um, you know, this, this is one of the things why this podcast was created to help unearth experiences, both, both great. Uh, but, uh, as I've always said, this is about raw, authentic, and emotional conversation. And really one of the reasons, uh, I've had multiple reasons to, to bring you on because I think you're, you're, a, you're a talented guest. Uh, you're, you're intellectual, you're thoughtful, you're, you're smart, you're caring. Uh, but I, I really wanted to get to some of the root of, uh, yeah, where's this, this checkered or chess, um, past that we've, we've had, uh, together and you're right. 20, it might've been 2014. Um, my, my years are, are definitely kind of, yeah, seems a little more accurate. All, all, all coming back together. But, uh, I do remember a, a said donut, um, that was, was on my desk, uh, in, in the office that, uh, we used to congregate in. And, um, if you don't know me, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of donuts. Like I, I enjoy a good, uh, Boston cream. Um, I enjoy the, the filled less so jelly, more cream, uh, but I also enjoy a good old fashioned donut as well. And this happened to be a day where not just, uh, it was not just any donut. Um, it was a, uh, a cruller, the cruller donut. Um, you know, and, and it was, it was a, a cruel incident that, uh, would, would partake that this, this donut was on my desk and I was looking forward to it. I just happened to be going out to the front, uh, collecting mail, uh, and what other things that you do in the front desk. And I came back to my desk and that donut was no longer there. And really the only person, the closest person to, to that desk, uh, was said Doug Clancy. So, um, I remember reaching out to you and, and asking if you had seen where this cruller had gone. And I remember this response was very, very short to the point. You said, no. And, you know, I, I felt partly betrayed because if, if I saw a, uh, just a, a chocolate glazed donut or, um, a lemon donut, uh, on, on your, your office desk, I would have guarded that like a hawk, like a bird, like a certain bird that knows, when to protect their their friends and family, but uh, you know I, I felt a little little betrayed and abandoned uh, at that moment. And again, you, you may think it's just one donut and one experience, but things like that really really do uh, cut cut deep, cut some people in a, in a deeper way. So uh, that's again, that's really the backstory for for all the faithful that uh, have have gone deep into this donut incident in twenty fourteen. I I honestly think that. Uh... <clears throat> to be to 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 do the proper service for the LE faithful, you've got to rewind a little bit further to get to the root. If we're going to the root, you got to rewind a little bit. Okay, little bit you further. know maybe my shovel was not uh, going deep enough into the soil. Maybe I was I mean, just if, if, if you want if you want to paint the narrative and just say, look at this grass. This grass is green. Everything's fine. That's fine. But you know, it takes a lot of fertilizer to to make that green grass, and mm-hmm. uh, potentially some some growing products. And sometimes that's not always good for 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 the ground. But you do that for the green of the grass. Um, I I'm I'm not one with the yard. Like I said before, my landlords have the the backyard. It's not my yard. I okay. do not plant anything in the backyard. I just. Don't you say that you have a backyard. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not, I'm just going to let you see outside oh my, my window gosh. right now. Gosh, and, this uh, is, but, I'm not going to say this is part of why there's a checker. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm biting my tongue. I'm biting my tongue. Okay. Well, you know, my, my grass isn't always as green because I haven't been watering it correctly. So there's plenty of brown are spots. You, are you, since I, when I was in California, you were not allowed to do such a thing as water your grass. So there's, there are some restrictions. So yeah. that, that could be part of it, but I'm also, are you, are you breaking any laws to make your grass, you know, look better than the neighbors? I'm, I might uh, monitor the, the water meter on the neighbor's uh, lot a little bit more and see if I need to turn down theirs a little bit more than, than mine. You're, you're, are you are you potentially uh, uh, siphoning siphoning your neighbor's water sources to? Uh, I'm not okay. I, I will never say we're, 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 we're going 
we're all going from one well, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're we're from one well, man. That is uh, exactly the behavior I would expect from uh, one LA. LA. So, yeah, let, 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 let's get down. Let's, let's get to the, oh, let's let's get to the Georgia root. line so, and dig dig these roots and uh, get get to the root. Yeah, um, I think it's important to to let the the listeners know uh, what our position uh, and not like actual roles or anything like that. Because <laughs> no, no, uh, but like. What what the situation was that you and I had in a workplace and yeah, um, the, the situation room kind of the situation room yeah, yeah. in right the, now the situation was that uh, you and I were set up in an open office plan an open office plan which basically just means oh we're gonna cram you all into one space which is cool which is fine uh, and it, it made sense for the kind of company that we were working for um, and. Uh, they had it set up where it'd be rows of three. So three employees in one bracket and then facing another three and then a space behind them and then another group of three. So you'd have you sit across from somebody, but then behind you, there would be another coworker. And you and I, Lucas, you you might not remember entirely correctly, but uh, you and I sat basically back to back. Is, is that correct. Seem, seems I, I, correct? I, I, I will. I will vouch for that. Okay. Correct. So good. We were establishing that you and I in this office plan, this open office plan, uh, which I believe was in, was deemed industrial chic. Industrial chic were the exact words straight from the architect. If if I recall correctly, industrial chic also means we're not going to throw carpet down. Uh, we're not going to spend so much for lights. We're going to go with glass, uh, glass, and use the concrete uh, that they have. And so when we don't have to pay rent anymore, it's going to be a much cheaper clear out. If that's if that's what I usually interpret that as, is that correct? You would be correct in that assessment. Okay. Okay. Uh, which makes sense. I'm all for efficiency. We're all for efficiency. Uh, and and you know, it, it it was nice. I actually liked it. I thought it was it was quite cool, quite fancy, quite absolutely. Cheap, if you will. No, we were uh, we, we were living the life. And you know what the problem with carpets is, Lucas? Uh, carpets, all they are is friction. Carpets are friction. They just slow you down. They create static electricity. And I gotta say, I they create them for a false sense of security as well. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, if, if you are looking at a home, if you're looking at an apartment and they've got carpet, wall to wall carpet, you're like, that's just where the dog's been peeing. That's just where the kids have been peeing. I don't want that place. I want a place with no carpets so I can put my own carpet down if I choose. Or if I don't have neighbors or anything like that, if you're in your standalone home because you're super fancy, you're like, I could just go bare floor and it doesn't matter anymore. I can put my own carpets down or I could choose not to. Uh, in this, this aforementioned office place, we had industrial chic, which meant concrete floors, which, uh, for you and me sitting back to back, that basically meant if I had a question for you or you had a question for me, you would also, let's just rewind a little bit. An open office plan also means you hear everything, right? There's no, that's correct. Yeah. Nothing, nothing is being hidden here. Yes. So whatever you say, whatever you do, if you're tapping a pencil, if you're chomping on some Cheetos, everybody around you. What's that? You, so oh, yeah, I'm that's the Cheeto. That exactly. You're I'm, I'm mimicking I, that. It, it would have been tenfold. So, I, like, are we allowed to say Cheetos on the LA? Uh, they're not to today's sponsor, so we, we may have to edit that out. Snacks. We're going to get to our sponsor. Uh, we already did the sponsor read, but I, I want to get your... Your, your take here on the, on the sponsor. It's at ice cream. Thank you. Spoiler alert, but uh, continue. Ah, yes. Uh, so, okay. So uh, uh, no carpets on the ground, concrete, you and me sitting back to back in this office, making, if we want to make sounds, we can make them. If we didn't want to make sounds, we'd still hear them. You could hear people's thoughts in there because everything's just echoing, right? So uh, if you or I had a question for the other, because early on, we were just like, who the heck is this guy? And that's, I mean, maybe I'm speaking for you. I hope, I hope it was probably similar, but do, I was do, just do like, you want me to speak for you then? And we can do kind of a, let's a do that. Yeah. yeah let's do that. Yeah. Yeah yeah. 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 So why don't you go first? Will you speak for me about your first experience of what you thought I was about? Basically this, uh, this guy comes in from the headquarters, you know, he's, he seems, seems like a, a really nice character, a really nice guy, but a little shy, little, um, 
a little questionable. Uh, I remember one of our first uh, meetings outside the office. Um, he, he chose a, a path that I, I wouldn't necessarily normally do, and um, seems to be a little uh, not immature, but uh, a little, little youthful. Um, so he's got some growing up to do. But I could see a potential partnership and working uh, collaboratively with this person. So that, that was that was definitely my first take as as Doug uh, for said Lucas. And uh, to 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 then play Lucas, or de- no, excuse me, to to play to play Lucas, experiencing Doug for the first time. It's just uh, all right. Ready, set, go. Action. I don't. I, I do not like this guy. I do not like him. I do not like what he stands for. I do not like how he how he looks, how he acts. Uh, I have feelings about all of the things that he shows with his posture about. Um, about about the way that he makes eye contact with people, about the ways that he shies away from it. I do not like him. Dr. Seuss style. Do not like these uh, green eggs and ham. Will not have them. Thank you. Spot on. I, I'm not uh, I'm not going to say that uh, that wasn't the case early on. We were, we were moving. We were moving in the right direction. I, I think we were really getting somewhere, but then down an incident 2014. So paint the continue painting this uh, Mona Lisa we're back to back in this open office setting. How are you interacting? Uh, I'm obviously at the, the front, or do you want to keep rewinding this uh, this VHS a little bit longer? Uh, I think it's important. That? I do okay. think it's important. Okay. Yeah. So we're back to back. We are, and, and not just back to back, like, uh, you know, working back to back, but kind of like one of those cool movie posters where it's just like the duo, where it's just like, uh, I don't know, what was it? Uh, Lethal uh, Weapon? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Glover and Gibson, right? Absolutely. Uh, like, like, kind of like you know, you, you've got you've got two the, different the, the the buddy cop type of uh, yeah, Chris Tucker and, and it, Jackie Chan. It took some time, right? I feel like it's the arc that that you kind of have to go with those things. Like, you're just assigned a new partner, and you gotta. You're like, man, I had my way of doing things and things are going pretty good. I had some good relationships and now this guy, I'm so close to retiring. He's coming up and he's just, he's got this youthful energy that I can't quite keep up with anymore. And, ah, he's going to make me do things I don't want to do. So I, I was this uh, this youthful energy, and you were just set. No, no, no. Close other, to way, other way around. Other way around. You were close to retirement. You're coming all the way from New Berlin, and you were just like, "I got this. I have this lined up. All I gotta do is coast." And I said, "I said to myself, this 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 uh, this man is young. He's youthful, but he acts so old." That I'm ready to sprinkle in some 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 you know some uh, some joie de vivre, if you will, uh, uh, to 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 make life a little bit more exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, at at the end of it, we we had to we had to uh, understand each other, understand our differences, understand what makes the other tick, and then how to kind of take that uh, lemon, if you will, and kind of squeeze, massage massage the lemon to mm-hmm. to extract the oils and the juices and and, and make them ready to kind of um, just just become this uh, delicious nectar to to come back to what we were talking about with our hummingbird friends. Uh, that then becomes like a, a little sangria party by the end of it, right? You're really throwing a, a lot of flavors in this. Again, we were trending in this direction. And I, I think there was a lot of momentum, a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. Um, I, I know that there was maybe some colleagues, uh, maybe one in particular uh, that was set oh. absolutely right next to me oh. that uh, might have had a differing viewpoint. But yeah, yeah. So. I, I, I gotta say, I don't know if the LE faithful, you know, always get the full picture of what they're dealing with on, on with you as a host, but uh, you are an enig- enigmatic uh, personality. And uh, as much as I, I, I said, uh, you know, as you so aptly put it before that there's uh, this guy has some youthful character, but also, you know, has some, some long-term goals that he can uh, uh, achieve, uh, which is great. Uh, I was like, there's, there's, there's so much to, to, to get out of this guy and uh, uh, to see if it's there, to see if the light is, is going on between the eyes and behind the eyes. And I think uh, you uh, showed 
so much to me about what was kind of fun and exciting about being in uh, such an interesting place to to live. About uh, what was kind of cool to to be in the the space that we were working together. Um, and, and and quickly, of course, with, with your personality, how can someone not uh, take to take to liking you early on? Uh, whatever prejudices or feelings or emotions that somebody may have are quickly washed away as soon as they have uh, you know five minutes with the LA. So. Uh, you know, a, a hat tip, if you will, uh, a caps off uh, to, to oh, you, Mr. Uh, Excuse that me. was that was very well put, Doug. I I don't think I've I've heard that type of uh, rosy language uh, come come in this direction uh, in a, in a while. So I I really do appreciate it, and uh, you know, it, it it's making me question if uh, I might have had this this donut incident. The, the wrong way this entire time. Uh, and I know we're not fully there yet because we still don't know what happened to that crueler, but maybe I, I might've been jumping to conclusions. So the crueler. So you and I back to back industrial chic rolling so fast on our chairs. So if I ever had a question, if I ever had a feeling or something to share, I would stop what I was doing and I would just push my chair back and slide back into you. And I think you could feel those moments. You knew when, when my chair was rolling back. Yeah. When your chair was rolling back, I was angling mine just, to, just a little hair, just to enable your... So we were not just back to back, we were side by side at that point. And we were That's sharing right. things that... Uh, what was on your mind? What was on my mind? And I think that's where the, the, the great uh, yin and yang or dynamic duo... Um, components really came into play because uh, I understood the, the, the balls of the, the chair when, when those came rolling back, um, I, I knew that there was something important that you were going to say. It was kind of like, like you hear, uh, the, the kind of movement that you would feel in the room, you would probably hear like, a my movement stop, uh, prepare to launch and boom. There was definitely a, a Doug reverberation that that happened uh, that was kind of going through my mind. I could have headphones on and I would still be able to consume and, and understand what was going to happen next. Chair chair is about to roll back. There is either uh, either some some hopefully major knowledge to be dropped or major question to be asked. Uh, and and I gotta say, like you were you were the one you were the one I trusted with with either when I had a discovery that needed to be shared, or if there was uh, a question that I had no other resource to ask uh, that question to, it was you. Uh, and not to say, you, uh, no, 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 let me rephrase that. It was not about, oh, there's nobody else I can ask this question to. It was, I have one person I need to ask this question to. I need, I need an answer. The, the man I trust most with an answer is Lucas. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, I was almost like a successor from Ask Jeeves to, to ask, ask you. And uh, that, that didn't become as popular of a thing, but uh, to someone like you, it did. Did you ever think about instead of ask, ask you, just saying ask you? <laughs> wow, that that would have made the pitching the pitch deck a little bit easier. I think Shorter. I was always struggling Shorter, with yeah. ask, ask you, and it's it, it takes up too much of the the page when the yeah. ask space ask you. That's nine characters. Yeah, ask you. Fine. You know, I didn't want them to get too confused with the action of asking and the actual noun of ask you. So I think that's why I kept it separate. But but look at like when people say googling. I'm gonna Google that right. But I'm gonna ask you a question. Can I ask, ask you a question? Ask you. Ask you a question? Ask you this? I'm going to ask, ask you. I'm going to ask you it. I'm going to ask you it. Perfect. I don't even think we need like a search for it. You could just have a guy, uh, maybe you, just like, I think you, you need to create this where people write in questions and you you just write responses back. It's just whatever you're feeling is the, the most accurate response. And I trust knowing you that it will be actually quite accurate. Well, I think uh, this this business plan might be ten to twenty years too late, but it's not. It's too circular, late. though. No, no, it's not too late because I think now people uh, with the the big uh, search engines they feel like it's become impersonal and uh, impersonable, and uh, they're looking for that personal experience, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and I, I think you could supply it. 
if you don't have that domain locked down, don't worry. I have it locked down already. I will give it to you for a very uh, understandable agreement. A, a hometown discount? No, not so much hometown discount, but you know, something that makes sense. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Fair enough. So we're, uh, we're back to back. We're rolling uh, to and fro. Um, the, the, this crueler. The, the you know the LAE faithful I think have been on the tip of their their own desks right now just wondering you know okay we're we're, we're building we're understanding the dichotomy of the the Lucas and Doug relationship here that there's there, there's definitely pieces that have become checkered or chest um, but ultimately it does seem like a, a really a, a budding uh, friendship and 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 partnership here. How could this really steer in the different direction? So, um, tell me, tell me again. In that moment of seeing that crueler on the desk, how like what what was going through your mind, or is it true that you actually, because you were back to back during that time, you did not see who might have taken it? So that uh, you know, because we were back to back, we missed out on so many experiences face to face. Uh, we, we would not see each other eat. We would not, uh, uh, you know, we, I wouldn't see how you worked. We worked separately. We were not in the same group. Um, we were in the same like team, but we weren't together. So, you know, I assumed you were doing good work. I have to, you know, I'll, and, and I'll, me assuming you as well. I, I would never actually see you consume anything that was on your plate. You know, you might come out and grab a burrito at one of our favorite food trucks and we bring it back to the office we'd maybe go to get some i don't know like a, a sandwich uh like a little treat or something like that or and, would it be like a ice cream with two sandwiches almost on top of it like cookie sandwiches like combined wow. into one and then dipped in actual chocolate like that that could be another thing that that was being consumed that that what you just described sounds delightful i have to say uh if i had one of those in front of me right now i would probably have both my uh need for sugar as well as uh just need for sophistication all encapsulated in one and i really wish that there was the the possibility for such a thing to exist absolutely and i think a lot of people have wished upon that and this this delicacy that uh, really became a calling card of not just a a place but an emotion that that you can be taken on and uh thankfully there is something like this that does what, exist what what is this thing that you are describing lucas i know you may think it's it's still in this like fantasy land but uh it is actually packaged and put together near the airport of San Francisco SFO. It is a place. Before you tell us what what what, what the uh, the name of this this delicious treat is, could you describe for one more time what exactly this treat is? Okay, absolutely. So it's it started what by placing a scoop of just a creamy vanilla ice cream. So you're 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 very Everyone knows kind of vanilla ice cream. It's gotten some of it a bad rap now, even though it is still the number two, uh, sometimes number one favorite flavor of an, of an ice cream choice. Mm-hmm. So it started with just a scoop. And a lot of the times, just this one scoop wasn't enough. This wasn't quenching the, the desire for a treat. Um, so an, an individual by the name of George Whitney kind of took this one scoop and just so happened that uh, next door, they were just cooking up a fresh baked, old-fashioned oatmeal cookie, and not just oatmeal. one oatmeal cookie. They were creating multiple oatmeal cookies. So he found a way to get these two freshly baked, just moist as well as hard. You you need both textures in this. Uh, this you have to have a platform. Cookie. You have to have a platform. Exactly. Like it, it, it's got to be a raft. This raft yeah. has to, uh, you know, it, it, it can't sink. Mm-hmm. So the, ultimately, this, this, these oatmeal cookies were, were brought into the, the conversation with this scoop of ice cream. So George, like any uh, individual would, I, I would do. Mr. Whitney, as Mr. we call Whitney, him. Let's Mr. Be Whitney, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, I believe he was knighted um, 
sir, 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 Mr. Whitney, sir, Mr. Whitney. Um, ultimately he, he went through different, different ways. Like, do I chop them up? Do I just like crumble them on top? Uh, do I stack both the cookies together? No, I, I don't think that's going to create that experience. So taking that one scoop and, and making that more of the middle, more of the centerpiece. So putting that one delicious oatmeal cookie on top and putting that other, another delicious oatmeal cookie on the bottom and kind of creating a sandwich-like structure. Now that you might think that's the end of the story and it, it could be for some people, but not Sir Mr. Whitney. He thought there was more that an individual would need in this delicate treat. So he, he was dancing around thinking, okay, what else can I sprinkle on top sprinkles? No, come on. This is this is child's game. Ultimately, I want something that is going to be decadent, yet enriching and fulfilling for that user. So he tried um, a couple different options. So, well, we can put some different creams on there, whipping cream, um, just kind of hard cream. Um, ultimately, that wasn't going to with whipping cream, it, it, I gotta say, it doesn't do much for me. No, no, and and it just melts. It'll it'll just melt right down. It that cookie. just sits on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You're using a straw to kind yeah. of get everything up, but it's it's just a filler. Yeah, yeah. So he tried a couple different things, and then it dawned on him: mm-hmm. could we use chocolate? Not just any chocolate, but a nice decadent dark chocolate that would be able to just a little bit of bitterness would crisp would be just hitting the mouth and hitting the palate just so just so sweet that a user would take a bite of a dipped in chocolate oatmeal cookie with ice cream and now that the three of these things could just convulge on one amazing bite so each and every bite that you would get that decadent dark chocolate that creaminess of the vanilla ice cream or mint mm-hmm. or, or mint, or mint, yeah. or mint. That's, wait, that's a well great as, idea. That's a great as, idea. As well as crunch from the, the oatmeal cookie, the, the triumphant uh, connection of those three things were, were put together by this sir, uh, Mr. Whitney. And that's where it's it ice cream came to be. Wait, and what's the name of it again? It's it. It's it. It's it. It's it. Yes. It's it. It's it. Oh my, that's that's great. That's brilliant. I know. I know. Yeah. And we like to thank It's It for uh, for sponsoring today's uh, LA podcast. So uh, we we appreciate the creation in 1928 and and all the evolutions uh, since then. So um, we thank you, It's It, for being part of the LA family. What sort of flavors does uh, It's It provide now? It started with vanilla, but I, I kind of uh, foreshadowed uh, here in that uh, monologue. Mint became kind of the, their next uh, foray. They went mint. They went chocolate. They've done some specialties, pumpkin. Uh, but pumpkin. really, their core and their bread and butter still is the original vanilla as well as mint. Mint's, Love a, it. mint's a close second. Yeah. I, uh, wow. You know, I, that was a, a great history of a fantastic American brand and uh, highly recommend anybody listening to LA Faithful. If they have not taken part in it, it's it. They are missing out because what an experience it's it truly is. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I, I, I might have I think, I think you said did. it, yeah, but, you did. Uh, I don't know if it yeah. was better. It, uh, it was just no, different. No, it was. Yeah, no, well, you know, grass is greener. Except when you're not watering enough, yeah. but okay. So we, we 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 took our kind of a it's it break there, but let's. Gosh, sometimes I feel like I need another it's it break, but <laughs> I feel you. But I, I think it's I think it's time. I think it's time for the LA faithful. They've they've been through this journey on this past hour long conversation, and they they want to get to the bottom. Of the donor want no. They want to know about the donor. Now I, I feel like the listeners are going to feel like I am. Uh, trying to uh, push off the explanation because uh, maybe I, I, I feel guilty about it because, um, you know, for some crazy reason, but that's, that's not true. Not true whatsoever. I feel no guilt about what happened with your donut back in 2014. 
Um, so we've established that you and I sat back to back. You've established back back. that our, our industrial chairs, chic. industrial chic, our chairs yep. roll back into each other's spaces. And yep. at first it was egregious, but then we started to enjoy it and really value that time in which our chairs bumped. Uh, and then uh, there was this one, uh, well, no, no, before that, also, the interesting thing about our relationship is that neither of us saw the other one eat. eat. Yes, that that now, is a clear distinction. I'm I'm glad you you mentioned that because it wasn't just for you with me, but I also I don't know what you were consuming. So it it could have been uh, chicken tenders on a focaccia salad. I wouldn't have known. Now uh, I have to say, as uh, as somebody who was um, so senior to you both in life experience and um, you know position at, at the, the side company that we worked in. It wasn't expressed that I was senior to you, but it was implied. It was implied. I think. And, yeah. An implied yeah. seniority. I, yeah. I yeah, yeah. And uh, to the point where you said, thank you, Doug, uh, for a lot of things, uh, which I thought was completely out of bounds. There was no reason to thank me, but yeah. I get it. No, it, I, it, I it was a nice blanket statement that covered but, a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and never sarcastic. I got. I gotta say, all that those times that you said that, you were never once sarcastic about it. So absolutely, as 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 that person who uh, you know, uh, de facto senior to you that you you basically bestowed upon me. That said uh, to me, I need you, Doug, to look after me. There are decisions that I can't make for myself that you should make for me, knowing that you that that that. Um, you trusted me was it was a major factor into how the next uh bit of the story does play out so <clears throat> this is tough this is very tough this is tough to say this is the first time that i think you and i have really uh aired this yeah. out no uh, it's, uh this is this is raw authentic emotional conversation and this is gosh, what the la gosh. is All about right. so so, so there's there, uh one morning in which uh uh you know, I I was just surfing the webs. I was surfing that internet. I was going back and forth on some things, and I had one of those thoughts that uh, I would have that makes me think, "Uh oh, this is something that needs to be shared." And who do I share it with? But Lucas, he's got to know. He's got to know this information right now. So I stop what I'm doing. I get my chair ready to propel, and I kick the desk to make me shoot to you. And I expected my chair to run into your chair. And when it did, my chair hit your chair, but your chair had no resistance in it because you were not there. Do you remember this? It's it's coming back to me. It'd be hard for you to remember it because you weren't in the chair. But that that the fact that you do remember this might lead more into how the rest of this plays out, fair listener of the LAE. So I lean back, propel myself into Lucas, into Lucas' chair, no resistance because his feet are not there in the said chair. And uh, I am I am struck by his desk because uh, there's no resistance. I, I immediately fall over. And I as I kind of grapple to get myself back up into my desk or my chair and, and get my chair back up and then sit into that chair, I look over and I see <clears throat> um, one of our, our co-workers who sat next to you, um, uh, Lon Owenode, I believe was uh, what we refer to him as. I think we both know the caricature of uh, this, this co-worker of ours. So he, he sat next to you. Uh, as far as I know, you know, I, I don't know if he was always looking out for you. This individual was sitting next to me sometimes was giving me tasks that I don't think I, I, I needed or deserved. Um, but ultimately, of, I, when, when I was sitting back to back, I heard a lot of folders being pushed your way, a lot of work that was being pushed your way. And I had, my, I had this thought uh, so many times. I'm like, wow, I, I feel like Lucas doesn't quite need to do that because it seems like it's not his responsibility to do that work. It seems like it's the work of the person who's shoving said folder in Lucas's direction, but that would be a little, you know. Uh, I don't want to cast shadows or aspersions or anything yeah. like that. And you, you didn't want to step on any toes, too. Like yeah. that was it was it was not your, your your battle to pick. I feel I feel some guilt in that. I do feel guilt in that. You've established you 
brought your chair back. You hit yep. my chair because yep. there was no individual. What yep. did you see in this moment? What was well, what was going on? So in this in this particular moment, uh, I said, "Wow, he's not. Lucas is not here. That's crazy." I I was shocked. I think I was I was consumed with shock at that moment. Of whoa, Lucas is not there. I felt like um, I kind of felt like my rock had been displaced. You know, like like you have these these foundations in which you build your day upon that and expectations that um, you know that get you excited to get up in the morning and. For me, it would be sharing ideas, sharing these thoughts with you, Lucas. And I had this thought, and I shot my chair back to share this 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 uh, this this uh, observation with you, and to to meet this sort of um, unex, uh, unexpected endpoint of you not being there. I think it really just shook me to the core, and I was just like, "Oh my, uh oh, what do I? What's going on? Where is Lucas?" Um, and I, I took a look at your desk. You were not there, and I, I did see at that moment that there there was in fact a fresh, very fresh cruller donut. Uh, mm -hmm. Now, a cruller donut is one that has the spirals. It has a, it's a very airy texture. Yeah. Um, you bite into it. You don't feel heavy. You don't feel oh gluten hitting me so hard. You feel um, it, it, kind of like it's got a distinct look and a distinct taste. Yep. And really. At that moment, I was was dreaming about that. There was a reason I, it was put on my desk that I put it on my desk yeah. for later consumption. So, I, I I I took stock of that. I looked and I saw your your coworker uh, uh, next to it, and I said, "Where is Lucas?" And he said, "What do you mean?" And I was just like, "That's a very direct question with a very non-direct answer." I very remember this response exactly, and I was just like. Um, I said, well, he's, he's usually here at this time. And his response was, was very odd. I, I, I took this very, um, I, it struck me. And I remember to this day where he said, well, that's not your problem. And I, I said, wow, I, uh, I've got to text Lucas right now. I didn't say that. I said it to myself. I, I, I may have said it out loud as I want to do, um, but I, I, I thought to myself and maybe said it out loud. I need to text Lucas. He needs to get back here right now. There's some danger brewing in the workplace. I, I got to get him back. So I went back to my desk and I texted you. Do you remember what my text said? I unfortunately got a new phone. So uh, all of those texts were no. gone by the wayside. And oh, you know, I, I was well. Yeah. So unfortunately, didn't etch in my memory. Wow, that's unfortunate because I said some really important things that I thought really solidified our relationship. Uh, uh, so the the viewer, you know, take take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, apparently, but maybe take what your narrator is giving you with a grain of salt as well. Um, and uh, I texted you and I said, Lucas, I don't know what's going on. And this is a long text, okay? This is multiple texts. This is a big wall of text that, that hits you. And I say, Lucas, I don't know what's going on, period. New line. I think you need to get back to your desk as soon as possible, period. New line. There is a donut on your desk, period. New line. Is that donut yours, period. New line. It kind of looks delicious. I think I want to bite, period. New line. Uh, do you want it? Question mark. Send. And then were were you waiting for the the three ellipses to, yep. to start yep. with, with yep. my response? Yep. And 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 do you remember what you said back to me? I do remember that that moment. I, yeah. I do remember that this, response. This great. Because awesome. this, okay, okay, yeah. Awesome. This is this is going to be so illuminating. Uh, what what did you see? What did what was your what was going on when you saw that text come through? Where were you? What were you feeling? Uh, uh, paint the scene, please. Absolutely. I remember the the three or four or five that were sent back to back from you. If I know my response was, let me get back to my desk before I respond. Yeah. And, and I think it's important to, to, to the listeners that they know that this office was one room. This whole office was one room. So if somebody left their desk, they would be present to see or around in this situation 
you could never quite leave the office. I think that was the thing that we used to always say. It was like, oh, you can't leave the office, right? You can't leave the office. And then some days we'd be like, you can't leave the office. And it was uh, very dire. So I sent this message to you saying, Lucas, um, uh, where are you? But I kind of knew where you were because you were in the same room as me. Uh, donut on desk looks delicious. Do you want? Was the next line I sent. Do you want the donut? Uh, and how did you respond to that message? One sec. One sec. Now, which is really funny. You say when you say one sec, that usually means I'm in the middle of something. I will get back to this message as soon as possible. But the funny thing was, I could see you in the office at that time. And do you recall what you were doing at that time? As I mentioned, I was up in the front desk collecting mail as yep, well yep. as having conversation. The one sec could be misconstrued with one section, one section of the that donut. So could be something that you want. Yeah. I mean, that that was my interpretation. You basically said one section, go ahead, have some of that donut. And I was just like, I for I don't eat donuts. I'm I I don't like donuts. I'm not into donuts. All when those you, things. But the the cruller when you see a cruller, it it changes your mind. And this is true. It has psychoanalytic or psychosomatic just, properties that it's uh, tough to break down the cruller, and it's tough to break down. Ultimately, you, you can't really half a cruller, so you're really just consuming it in one sitting. You the. Uh, the general you, yes, you yes. would consume it in one sitting. However, I have a mild gluten intolerance. So anytime I see uh, some wheat-based, uh, uh, grain-based delicacy like a, a donut, while it may look delicious and my observations are, oh, that does look delicious, part of it is that uh, uh, longing for for that, that that feeling that that taste of a uh, a slightly soft yet crunchy maybe a day old stale donut especially in the case of cruller now I, I sent that text and then what i did was um i went back to my desk and i rolled back i got into my chair i rolled back to my desk and i i uh i started just doing some of my normal day-to-day -day work and i said uh, i gotta look out i gotta look out for this donut because uh, Lucas trusts me so much that he says one section, have a section of my donut. Um, and I got, I want him to know that, uh, that was a very kind, generous offer, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a donut man. I don't, I don't imbibe, I don't embark upon the, the, the mountain of, uh, glutinous treats, but I will protect this donut because he's so generous with it. But then as I was surfing the internet, I, uh, I had another thought. And I was just like, I got to share this with Lucas. So I did what I do. I said, uh-oh, get my chair into the position, get ready, curl up, kick the desk, send my chair back into Lucas's chair. And, and I turned to your, uh, your, your coworker and I said, wait, where's Lucas? And uh, he tried to respond, but he, he couldn't because there was thing in between his mouth and his lips uh, that was maybe stopping him from from responding immediately it seemed like a choking hazard would that be a crunchy smooth delicate cruller i don't know i, I don't know i i could not actually say that it was at the time <laughs> but i i i said oh, oh i i uh he's got too much going on let me just scoot my desk back and let me go back to what i do which is surf internet and find really interesting factoids to share with lucas and then i did i did that again i went back to my desk i started searching the internet i found a really cool factoid and i said i gotta share this with lucas so i got myself into my chair i put myself against the desk i put myself into the position and i shot my chair back into lucas's chair your chair lucas and uh you were not in the chair uh, your chair flailed away, and uh, this time I saw your coworker, and he no longer had the problem with his 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 mouth. Uh, he could now say things properly. And I said, S uh, "Do you know where Lucas is?" Because I I, I just kind of got lost in this this cycle, this rhythm. And he said, "Yeah, he'll be right back." 
And I was like, that's very definite. Let me go back to my desk. Let me go back to my desk and let me uh, start typing. Let me search the web. Let me find something really cool to share with Lucas. And I did. I found something like five seconds later. And I was like, I got to share this with Lucas. So I went back. I curled myself into position. I put my feet against the desk and I shot myself into your chair. And this time, this time, Lucas, there was some resistance. And uh, I knew immediately from that resistance that it was you in the chair. And I said, Lucas, I have something to tell you. And then what did you say? Doug, do you know where my cruller is? And what did I say back to you? I don't know. I, I, I've got to say it's the honest truth. I don't know. I don't know. I know there was an issue. I know there were some problems. I know that the, uh, the your coworker had some some issues chewing uh, at one point. I don't know why he was chewing. I could not. I don't. I don't cast like I so. Said, uh, so potentially, we have uncovered not fully the mystery and unraveled it, but that I have been placing blame on you for all of these years because I thought you were the said one to consume that delicate and scrumptious cruller donut, when the fact is. You didn't know. You had breadcrumbs, though. You had some breadcrumbs, and I appreciate you sharing them today. But that said coworker might have been the one, might have been the one that had it, but we'll never fully know. And that's why the donut incident of 2014, that case is still open and will stay open unless there's an officer pair, a dynamic duo that might be able to take the case and bring justice once and for all. I, I feel like it, it, that uh, it's the type of mystery that will just confound a group trying to figure out what's going on for so long because I, the way I described it, the way that you're layering it in there, I don't know who's going to solve that. I really don't. It's too tough. It's too open-ended. Uh, gosh, I, I, I wish them the best of luck. Well. I want to. I want to say thank you, Doug. I want to say thank you for for sharing that uh, that brief story of uh, the donut incident of 2014. It's a pretty short one. Yeah. Illuminate things in in my mind, and I just want to apologize for for any of the resentment uh, that has been festering in, over the course of this time. That was was really ill formed based on my assumptions and probably my preconceived notions and opinions. So I, I want to I take that back. I, I know I can't take it all back, but I want to take it back now and see if we can retroactive um, some of the elements of, of what made our partnership so great at the time. And um, I just want to say thank you also for being brave, being brave in that moment, for sticking up for what's right, and for always remembering there are great factoids and, and considering me as that that source that you wanted to share all those great factoids. So, so much time has gone by that I, I've thought to myself, wow, this is a great Lucas fact. This is a, a question that only one Lucas ask you can answer. Um, if only I could go back to those days where I could slide my chair back and hit his chair and uh, just do a deep dive into, into either the question or the answer into those. And uh, you know, I don't think today's the day where we're going to get there, but no, um, I'd no, like to think that this is maybe a stepping stone in the right direction. We're definitely closer, and we are. We're definitely closer to time. Uh, I know we've uh, we've we've got the final question that uh, we need to wrap wrap this uh, this podcast up with. That I ask all all my my guests. Um, so, Doug, if you would do me the honors, uh, you you shared a lot um, about yourself, your soul, your your might. Um, we've we've gone deep. We've 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 played in the shallow end as well. We've talked birds. But tell me, what's the one piece of advice that you would give the LA faithful listening today? I would say, I mean, in relation to the story we were just discussing before, that uh, sometimes there are untrustworthy narrators. And, uh, you know, 
just do your own research. Make sure that whatever facts that you are are presented with, that you know, there's some truth to those facts. Uh, I'm not saying you need to go crazy deep on the internet for them or anything like that. Uh, but I think it's just a good lesson. It's one that we all sort of understand or learn if we're actually reading the books that our uh, our middle school teachers uh, dole out to us. That. Um, uh, you know, we should all be asking questions about our situations and our, our uh, experiences in life. And I think it's good for reflection, for understanding like what you've done and um, to be inquisitive, to, to never get rid of that curiosity, the curiosity that you have in your life. Uh, as soon as you start to discard it, it does go away. And I think it's such an important thing to, to nurture, to, to, keep, uh, to keep your eyes wide, to, to see um, what's fascinating, what's cool about the world and, and um, you know, to keep that light going. It's really fun. There's a lot of great experiences out there and um, just keep your eyes open for them and, and don't be afraid to have fun with them too. Doug, this has been an absolute treat, almost as sweet and nourishing as our sponsor, It's It Ice Cream. Thank you again for It's It for sponsoring today's LA pod. Thank you for Doug and the whole Doug Clancy family uh, for, for being being a part of the, the experience here today, sharing what was on your mind, what was on my mind as well, and helping uh, get to some, some resolution about the donut incident of 2014. So from all of us at the Lucas Ask Experience, take care, talk soon, and God bless.